0: fans what's going on this is jeff hardman editor of behind the with another episode of the steelers post game that's right the steelers have just wrapped up their game about 30 minutes ago weeks two of the nfl preseason 2019 normally lance williams is with me he's busy so dave schofield fills in how's it going dave it's
1: going. It's late. I mean, <laughs> with that delay and everything, this is late.
0: It's been a really weird week for the Steelers with, you know, Coach Drake's passing and then the game just followed suit. And, you know, it didn't get started until 8.30 on the East Coast, didn't finish till late. But how about the fact that here are Dave and myself living in the state of Maryland and we're watching the game and all of a sudden at halftime, The NFL network decides that they're just not going to show the game anymore. And so what happened now? You were watching the Cowboys and the Rams in Hawaii. So therefore, I switched over to Game Pass, was able to watch my computer. Dave, you said you signed up for the free seven-day trial of Game Pass, right?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That was my only choice. I was trying to hold off for that for maybe for week four. But I'm like... I got to get it. I, I had to listen to one drive on the radio. yeah. And then I came in right after um, whenever the Steelers got the ball back at the their first possession of the third quarter.
0: Yeah. So for those of you that didn't get to watch the second half, uh, it was a lot of the same in terms of it was sloppy. Um, there were little bursts of excitement, um, you know, like a big play. I. Just right off the bat, something that's just stuck with me was the pass, offensive pass interference call on Deontay Johnson. Dave, did you see that play, or did you?
1: Did I see that play? (laughs) I mean, I I I know who didn't see that play, and that was the officials because that was awful. Yeah, (laughs) that was that was. Here was the problem with NFL Game Pass: is we had to watch the Kansas City Chiefs feed, so we did not get Bob Pompiani constantly messing up saying Artie Burns caused that fumble when it was Terrell Edmonds and Charlie Batch instead we had Trent Green and people I don't even care to remember their names but they thought that was a terrible call so when the other team is like boy I don't know how else you could have a call like that and not overturn it then that tells you that it was really bad
0: yeah it it seemed pretty obvious and just like uh, Deontay Johnson's touchdown later in the game seemed pretty obvious that the ball hit the ground um and that he didn't really have possession prior to i just felt like the officiating again for the second week in a row was a little much for me i i've said it before i have said it. i'll say it again in the preseason they try to throw a ton of flags i feel to kind of get the players accustomed to the way they're going to be calling things but at the same time i don't necessarily think that uh it's going to be that way in the regular season rolls around, but let's get right to the game. The Steelers win 17 to seven. If you're curious is okay. Who's the starter and who started? Who didn't let's talk about the Steelers. Mason Rudolph got the start. The offensive line was almost intact outside of David DeCastro and Marquise Pouncey. Now they did move Matt Filer to guard and chooks a core four started a tackle. Talk about him in a second. James Connor saw his first uh, playing time and first contact actually tonight. Um, Juju Smith Schuster played, Dante Moncrief played, talk about him in a little bit, (laughs) uh, defensively, Dave, who were the starters that were not playing in this game? Can you, I'm trying to think if there were any really starters, it was Joe Hayden was one
1: that he did not play. Sean Davis played. Yeah. Sean Davis played. Um, do you consider Devin Bush a starter or not? Because he did not play tonight.
0: Well, considering Tyler Maticavich started because Vince Williams is also held out, then it was
1: yeah. Mark Barron and not much of Mark Barron, but boy, did he, was he right there on that coverage on that wheel route? They tried to throw to the running back there early in the game and, and was right there. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. the kind of coverage you want to see out of a middle linebacker. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. I th- I mean Cam Hayward played a little bit. to it, played a little Tewitt Tewitt bit. Played, the outside the line- linebackers played a lot, but that's and, because they only had five, and one of them had only been a stealer for three days.
0: Well, and not only that, they got some good pressure. Um oh I was my, impressed. Yes. I was impressed. And even the Chiefs announcers said, I think it might have been Trent Green, who I can't stand. He's turning into the Phil Sims 2.0. Sorry about that. Um, where he just every everything's against the pittsburgh steelers and they blitz more than any other team i've ever seen in the preseason well yeah that's kind of their calling card trent they'd like to put pressure on the quarterback so um we'll get to all that let's talk a little bit about the first thing before we get into like our surprises or or who did well and who disappointed let's talk about the the quarterbacks for a second because i feel like there's definitely a lot to be discussed here. We don't have to go into the nitty-gritty of it, but after tonight's game with Mason Rudolph getting the start with essentially the starters, where do these quarterbacks stand heading into week three?
1: Hmm, That's that's interesting. It'll be really interesting to see who comes in after Ben next week. I thought uh, Rudolph was – although Coach Tomlin said at halftime that he felt that some of the receivers dropped some of the passes – Um, he, I mean, he tried to get a ball to Juju on third down after two Connor runs the very first drive, but that was really good coverage and still almost got it in there.
0: That Xavier Grimble drop was a beautiful
1: throw, beautiful throw that, that I hadn't even got to that point yet because I was still on the first drive, but I thought that Rudolph did a lot of nice things. Dobbs did some nice things, but he did some pretty, not nice things. So I, I feel that Rudolph wins the battle of consistency.
0: I have to give it to you because I think that when you look at Rudolph, I mean, he didn't he didn't have any interceptions or anything like that. Um, I thought he made some aggressive throws, and that's something that Mike Tomlin referred to him as a, as aggressive earlier in the week during his press conference, um, throwing the balls into some really tight windows. I, I just felt like there was so many lulls. The first quarter was scoreless; it was boring. Um, but in the second quarter, when Rudolph got the ball for the first time in that quarter i just had a feeling he's going to washington you know he's going to go to james washington yep. it's like his security blanket um most quarterbacks it's a tight end but not him and that's when he threw that beautiful in route in the, in, in the coverage which was just a great throw great catch by washington and um i think that mason rudolph down Tomlin after the game tonight was asked did mason ruff show you enough to be considered the backup I mean, he quickly shot that down i understand why but uh, at the same time i thought rudolph and you know people are talking about it in the live chat right now i thought rudolph represented himself okay he got settled in he kind of calmed down it doesn't help that you know for crying out loud, the Steelers have a turnover for once. And that's when Edmonds causes the fumble, which was recovered by Sean Davis. And then the next play from scrimmage, Rudolph completes a pass and Moncree fumbles the football right back to the Chiefs. You can't do anything about that. That hurts momentum. That hurts the rhythm of the offense. So, um, Devlin Hodges though, impressed me again, a, a little bit. And I, I was very skeptical to even talk about him, but, when the guy gets on the football field, they're giving him a chance to throw the ball. And this is a difference than if you go back to years past in these preseason games, when they get the fourth quarterback in a lot of times it's look, man, just hand the ball off and let's get the, let's get out of here quick. They're letting him throw the football. And he was the one that orchestrated the drive Deontay Johnson's touchdown, which I thought was a really good pass. Uh, what were your thoughts on Hodges compared to some of the other quarterbacks that play tonight? I mean, I thought that,
1: he did a nice job, but at the same time there at the end, it was, he, he took him down and got the touchdown, made the nice throw. And then after that, it was just, let's wind the clock down and be done. Right. right. So he didn't get that much of an opportunity, but he made the most of it. I thought he did a nice job. Uh, I don't know that it was such an amazing job that that's, that that's all oh my goodness. They can't get rid of him or anything like that. Um, I thought, if they only had two out of the three quarterbacks, I think they would be fine. I don't think that it's such a big thing that they're all three of them are so great that they are are don't know what to do with them. So
0: well he played solid. I, well, I'm gonna say this. I think they all three played well enough. Yeah. And we know Mason Ruff's not going anywhere, but Dobbs and Hodges, you might actually get a suitor for one of those guys. I'm not saying that they pull the trigger, but you might get a team picking up the phone saying, Hey, what do you think? You know, what, what what are you thinking here in terms of Joshua Dobbs? What do you think about Devlin Hodges? Would you be willing to give him up? And if so, for what? You might get some people that are that are thinking about it because quarterback play in the NFL is their premium. And I'm not saying he is the best out there, as I think it was Ali put it in the live chat. I'll throw it up there. Um he says Hodges can really tear up those future high school coaches, <laughs> meaning he's going against some pretty subpar competition, and we all understand that. But uh, at the same time, he's making good throws, uh, and that's something that, like Joshua Dobbs on that goal line interception, that was not a good no. throw at all. And he had and, the guy. He didn't set his feet to complete
1: the throw, you know? just sailed uh. on him.
0: Yep. Okay. So he did
1: make the tackle. (laughs) He did come back and make
0: the tackle. tackle. Uh, uh, Yeah, I'm not going to say what I was thinking at the time. Uh, But, anyways, let's get into surprises and disappointments from this game. You can go either side of the ledger, and it doesn't matter. You know, you can say whomever you'd like starter backup I don't care someone that was a pleasant surprise not necessarily a surprise but you thought played well and then a disappointment someone that you were expecting a little bit more of go ahead with your first whoever you want to talk about All right we'll go I'll I'll say I was
1: surprised to to see um I don't know if I don't know if I was surprised I was very welcome to see I'll say surprised Bud Dupree come out there and really go after it But I have to throw that out there is like, it's great. Let's see that in the regular season. Let's see it all. Let's see it more often. But he seems like he's a guy that's really, really going after. I mean, he had two sacks tonight. So now the first sack he had, the whole pocket collapsed. He just happened to be the first one there. So they were right there on it. It it. It was really good to see him. But then, you know, he still... There was a time where they bounced the ball, bounced out around his corner, and he didn't, couldn't make the play and got a big run. But uh, the, he was an individual surprise. My overall surprise was that they, I mean, they I don't care if it was the backups. They held Kansas City to seven points. Yeah, I mean, I, I never would have imagined that. That is the most surprising thing to me. So that tells me it was a lot of players doing their job. Should I go ahead and say the disappointment, or are you going to do your surprise?
0: No, go ahead. We're going to talk about more than one of each. So okay, we can go. On,
1: I was disappointed, especially in the first half with Mike Hilton. Yeah, um, he got he got burnt on the one big pass play where the guy got behind him. I don't know if that was his responsibility on that touchdown when they threw it all in. It was in between three guys, and he was one of them. Um, was it him and Davis and Sutton were the three? I know it was him and Sutton for sure. Yeah, but I I really felt that that he. Uh, is not showing that it was the injury that created any kind of problems last year. I was kind of disappointed. Now he came back out and played better in the second half in my opinion, but uh, what was, I I'm not paying attention to which chiefs players are out there. I don't know which level of quality he was going against. So I don't know if that added to it as well, but that was disappointing.
0: Well, they started to do things with him that they did more in 2017. In the second half, you saw him blitzing more. He was around the line of scrimmage more, he's mm-hmm. vulnerable in coverage and so they're gonna have to be very selective and that's why i think they like cameron sudden a lot um so just a quick thought on hilton but um i'm gonna go with my surprise let's see here there's a couple players i could pick i'll give some props to benny Snow. i thought he had a better game i never thought that i would see him flash so much on special teams because yeah. some of his best plays have been on special teams coverage units and i gotta be honest my goodness, if you're Mike Tomlin, that that's the type of guy you want on your team. It's going to go balls to the wall, as we used to say as, as a coach, to uh, make a play on special teams. It's not even what you were drafted to do, but you're going to go out there because it's going to help the team. So I'll give mad props to Benny Snell Jr. I was tough on him last week. I'll give him some credit this week. My disappointment was so Dante Moncrief has got yeah. all these props. <laughs> training camp and he and ben Roethlisberger are on the same page they look great yada yada yada. first time touching the ball in a steelers uniform he gets two feet down and fumbles the football i i'm not it wasn't a, it wasn't like a a play that was going to go for 80 yards and a touchdown but my gosh Mike Tomlin said this in the post game press conference tonight about how he was happy that the team was taking the ball away, but he said we gotta, we can't give it away as much as we did. That's part of this ratio, and Moncrief cannot do that. They can't fumble the football away. Vance McDonald had a real sloppy fumble earlier in the game too. Um, I, I, I'm not closing the book on Moncrief because he only touched the ball one time tonight and it was just a really ugly play. But that's a horrible way to start your career in a new venue. So there's that.
1: Almost as bad
0: as throwing a pick
1: six in your first pass
0: and of your first
1: start ever like one Mason Rudolph did last year.
0: Well, but... is that? Oh, his first start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his first start. Yeah, it, yeah, his his start. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was his yeah. first
1: start. And uh, but now it was just one of those brutal things. But yeah, that's a stat line: one catch, one yard, one fumble. Ouch.
0: Okay. You have any other surprises or
1: disappointments? Um, let's see. That was that was by far the biggest disappointment. I thought.
0: <sighs> oh, I've got a disappointment. If you if you want, to no, go the, ahead and do another one. Xavier Grimble was a disappointment. Yeah, um,
1: with that big drop, that was it, it, That was it, embarrassing. It
0: wasn't only that he he wasn't an effective blocker. At least in week 1 his blocking was close to above the line, I guess is what you'll call it, but he wasn't blocking well and I just you can't have a ball. It wasn't it was uh, right in the wheelhouse. And he, you just can't you can't drop it. You just can't drop that ball. Uh, Xavier Grimble was someone we talked about on the Steelers preview show last Thursday night saying he needs to show out. He's a guy that needs to show up and prove, look, I'm the tight end number two. And at a time where Zach Gentry was held out because of injury and undisclosed injury, they really don't have the depth for him to just completely fall off. I was not happy with him. I'll go with another surprise. And it's, I shouldn't even be surprised by this. Ali will tell you I shouldn't be surprised by this. And that's James Washington. <laughs> I guess I, I expected the production to kind of decline a little bit. It's its not. And I know he's going against some second-string guys, third-string guys. He's making plays against starters tonight. He has the a completely different look. And a, he's putting off a completely different vibe as a receiver. He looks comfortable he looks confident he looks like he's a player that just wants to go out and make a play and the what i like the most about him is already in this preseason which is just 2 weeks you've seen so many different catches that to me are the complete opposite or the antithesis of what mike wallace was with pittsburgh and mike tomlin famously called him the what the one pony. trick pony Yes. I mean, you've seen James Washington go deep. You've seen him go up and attack the ball. You've seen him go over the middle. Tonight, Mason Rudolph had that ball sail on him a little bit. Washington climbs the ladder, brings it down with two hands, gets his feet in. He is turning into not just a really good receiver, a very well-rounded receiver and that's what's impressed me more than anything because when everyone talked about him coming out of oklahoma state it was all the same thing and that is the guy's good on go routes he can run down the field he had the i think the highest yards per reception uh average in the ncaa that his senior year he's showing to be so much more than that so that was a it shouldn't be a surprise but i i was just really pleasantly surprised by the way i've seen him play so far
1: yeah i'm Let's take Juju out of this equation because we kind of know what Juju is. And if you just had your receivers that you say what they did tonight would be what you got out of the season for 2019, Moncrief would be, of of course, an immense disappointment. But if we got that out of Deontay Johnson and James Washington, we're good. We wouldn't have to have, you know, the Dante Moncrief, come up and, and make all these great plays. So if you're telling me that two guys, when you had, you know, three of those receivers right there, wondering who's going to step up and be the number two and stuff like that. And two of those guys played that well, the, 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 most veteran guy I think has the biggest chance to bounce back. So I'm pretty happy with how the receiving core is shaping up right now.
0: Yeah. Okay. What about it? Do you have any other disappointments, surprises or anything like that? Um, I know you're not used to the the major grading of like, yeah, I know.
1: I, 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 uh, no, I mean, it's, I was, I was kind of disappointed that, you know, with, you mentioned Vance McDonald's fumble. It's great that it went out of bounds. They got it right back. That was kind of disappointing because that was the first catch by a tight end after the last catch of a tight end last week was a fumble, which then gave them a chance to go down and and, and tie the, possibly tie the game. Um, I, I overall thought that the things were a little sloppy early. I think that had a lot to do with their whole schedule being off with that delay because notice Kansas city didn't come out with Mahomes and just tear it up and, and air it out and get in the end zone anyway. Sorry. In the touchdown zone anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I couldn't help it. I know. But so, so the, the fact that they both kind of started the way that they did makes me almost kind of want to say, I understand what was going on with, with Rudolph and whatnot, but I think they came out with, you know, Rudolph had a little bit of a disadvantage because I felt that they wanted to come out and make sure they got Connor the touches and get them early because they didn't want to leave them out there a long time, but they wanted to give him the carries. So, all in all, I'm especially on the defense. I was I was very happy. It's hard to find disappointments until I go back and watch the game again.
0: Yeah, and then that's these are kind of knee jerk reactions, so to speak. And I know that's Brian. I can,
1: I can give you one.
0: Okay. i was disappointed
1: in, that i didn't notice johnny holden on special teams and i don't want to see him returning kicks i don't that's not going to be his job his job is going to be in coverages but i didn't he didn't stand out to me in any of them but at the same time um i still got to watch it again so that was disappointing to me because i thought he had a chance to step up and say hey i'm going to make this this i'm going to make them either keep an extra wide receiver or think about cutting someone because they're going to need me for special teams and i didn't see it tonight
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I I will go with a surprise, not a surprise. Again, pleasantly surprised. Um, James Conner, I thought, ran the ball really well. And he's turning into a back that I didn't realize this because I didn't go to training camp this year. But he had not been in any full contact drills yet. Um, Even when they were in padded practices, he's not running the ball too much because I I get it. Tom wants to decrease the amount of hits on his starting running back. but he, he passed protected. Well, he ran the ball hard. I love how he just always seems to get those three, four yard runs. It doesn't, there's no real hole, but he's just getting enough push from the offensive line. I thought he looked really, really good. And, um, it was good to see him back on the field. He obviously left unscathed, uh, a quick note about injuries. There'll be an article up tomorrow morning. It's already written and scheduled about the injuries that Mike Tomlin listed. Uh, he said Benny Snell has a groin injury. Um, I want to say, I'm trying to think, who else was it? Did you mention Dave? He talked about Devin. It Bush. was um, Chikolo, had a yeah, chest injury. How does that guy hurt his chest every year? I feel like every year he has a chest injury. Did he get on the field? Yeah, he was on the field. I remember I, seeing him. I was him, yeah. trying
1: to figure out when I saw him. Um, it, I, was he on the field that first series of the
0: third quarter where I didn't get to watch? No, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> but so the um and then he, he talked about how uh Devin Bush had a shoulder, so they held him out. Uh and Zach Gentry had an undisclosed injury. And he's gonna say more about Ola Denier. On, yes. I guess it would be Tuesday. Tuesday might be. He might go back to his Tuesday press conference now. So.
1: Well, I don't know. They play. Well, they play Sunday. Sunday night. So yeah, he might. I don't know if they'll do Tuesday or not. They'll announce it here sometime soon. Okay. But uh, someone did mention something. Um, it's if they had the wrong the wrong player. It wasn't Johnny Holden. It was Eli Rogers. Well, it might have been Johnny Holden on a different play. But Eli Rogers could have could have uh, on that play where Mason Rudolph scrambled out, pump faked the guy, made the defender miss, threw it deep. He's, he stood and waited for the ball to come to him. And if he yeah. comes back to it, he probably gets that catch.
0: Yeah. I don't think he gets in the touchdown zone, but I think he definitely <laughs> makes the catch. So yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to someone that used the live, the super chat feature. Verus did put that up there on the screen for you. She's, They said that I think Dobbs will be the odd man out this season. Put $1.99 in the tip chart. We appreciate that. While you're seeing this on your screen, if you're watching live on YouTube or you're hearing it, you're like, what is that all about? What is that Super Chat feature? Wherever you're chatting with us, wherever you type in the text, on the right is a small little money sign you can donate any amount of money to the show you don't have to but you can and if you do we'll guarantee to read your show or your comment or question on the air and uh it'll be good to go so you don't have to use it like i said but if you want to give us some uh if you want to give us a few bucks we're not going to turn it down either uh, because Mm -hmm. we're going to try to regurgitate that back into the show and stuff like that which dave let's stop for a second because we have a lot of people on the show please tell everyone about the giveaway we're doing because, give away. because my gosh, we keep on forgetting it to do it on the preview show. So we're giving away an autographed David DeCastro football. It's no strings attached. It's free. But here are the stipulations. Dave, go ahead and tell them.
1: All right. So the way it works, I'm I'm going in here to, to check it out because. Well, as we got going, we found out there was some limitations that we had to then take care of. We are doing what is what is called—they technically changed the name a couple of years ago to to survival football rather than to survivor football oh because God. of the whole, um, you know, rights and TV shows. And oh, TV okay, okay, okay. I thought yeah, you were going to say
0: because people thought it was too harsh to say yeah. it was I was surviving. Like, it's just like yeah. how some people say now you can't say it's sudden death over time. It's sudden victory.
1: So that's
0: just, they no. actually say that. No, They're not just no. No,
1: this was this. I think this was a problem because of the because of the TV show. But I we still I, I still call it Survivor because that's what it is. But it's a Survivor football league. For those of you that do not know, that just means it, when you're in the league, week one, you pick it one team to win. If they win. You go on, if they lose, you're out. You move on to week two, you gotta do it again. But you can't use the same team more than once. So once you use a team, you can't use them anymore. We uh, opened that up, it's through it's through Yahoo Fantasy Sports. Uh, have an article, we had an article about it. We keep um, bringing it back up on the site. We'll make sure we get that towards the front again tomorrow. Well, um, then after, after we got going, we found out there's a limit of hundred people in a league and we hit hundred people. So we started another league. And we're getting close to hundred people in that league. Actually, when I look at it here, it's oh I, I'm a little bit slow. But uh if we fill that one up, guess what we're gonna do? We'll start another league. But you have to win overall. We'll we'll sum it up in an article every week of how many people are left in each one. Um, if you're the last person standing, the football is yours. It's that simple. Anyone can play, BTSC staff can play. We're trying to get all the writers in there. I know Jeff's in I'm there. in
0: there, I'm in there. Um
1: I think I saw flip in there. I don't know. I don't know if Lance is in there yet or not. If not, Lance, get on this. Come on. Because um, I'm pretty sure I, te- and you know what? I might not have texted Lance the new league because the old one filled up. But I don't know if he got in or not. So if you go and it says, we're sorry that this league is filled up. Be patient. As soon as I find that out, I'll kick another one out there for us to do. But that's all you got to do. Now, we did throw in some more difficult stuff that once, if you make it to week 15, then you're going to have to start picking two teams every week. Because if we get that far and we still got a lot of people, we got to start thinning it down. But you'll see. be surprised at how many people get knocked out that first week. That first week of the NFL, you uh, there's, there's a lot of Things that happen that people don't expect. So you'll see some people get knocked out there. And then um, you, it's hard to, you don't realize that how much you miss these teams that you want to pick later on that you can't. So uh, it should be fun. We have it all laid out in an article. So you can check it out yeah. there, but it, it should be good for everyone.
0: Yeah. And that's, uh, I, I was telling my dad about it because he was like, I'd be pretty cool to have a David DeCastro football. And I was like, well, yeah, you can get in the league. He said, why are you guys doing this for free? And I said, I, I think it's, it's fun. It was well, A, it's fun. And I, I think it develops a sense of community, you mm-hmm. know, all of us in a survivor pool together and seeing who can last the longest. I, I just think it's it's really good. And that's why we enjoyed giving away like the the pre the preseason tickets and the draft party tickets. Um we're going to try to do as much stuff as we can. And so the super chat feature that we mentioned earlier, a lot of that money can go towards some of that stuff. And so, like I said, we're going to try to regurgitate that back into the show. We're not just going to empty our stuff, our pockets with the uh, dollar 99 tips we get all the time in the (laughs) tip chart. So, okay. Uh, Real quick though. um, Anything else stand out to you after week two, this was such a strange game. It had moments where it flew by and moments where it was just completely, dragging on. Um, did anything else stand out to you? Could be anything.
1: Anything stands out. Um, all there'll be an article coming out tomorrow. Um, with, with the numbers that I was hoping I was kind of looking more on the defensive side this time about what the defense could do against Kansas city. My goodness. I never would have imagined that Kansas city would have only scored seven points, regardless of what guys they put out there. Um, I thought our, I thought our defense just, I mean, they gave up some first downs, but they only gave up 17 first downs, big improvement from the 31 from last week. But uh, it was interesting because I actually had a commenter today tell me that uh, we shouldn't look at team stats because the defense isn't even trying to stop the other team in the preseason. I'm like, no, that's not true. All these guys are trying to get out there and earn a spot. They're all playing hard. It's not like they're not trying to 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 not to just let anyone score. So I thought that they I thought that they played hard overall, and uh, and I was pretty just happy overall with with the total performance against a quality opponent.
0: Yeah, I agree with that absolutely. Now I know that um, Peter, who is in Ireland, who's a regular on us, he said Tom and lost another challenge. Technically, he did not because that was that was actually a booth review from what I read on Twitter. I'm not sure if that is um, official, but I'm sure those in the press box were, were getting information and they said that that was a booth review. It was not um, a Tomlin challenge. So really, that's what that's what they said. I'm you sure it
1: was that and not the touchdown that they didn't overturn. No, I'm pretty because sure. I thought was. I thought they actually showed a picture of the flag on the field.
0: Which one? on,
1: on the, on the
0: office of that they can always come over and say, coach, it's, it's being reviewed anyway. Okay. To throw okay. A flag. So gotcha. I, With that
1: whole passenger fears thing. I'm not that one's I'm not sure how it works. Still right.
0: It's right. New. Right. Yeah. Okay. We had a couple, uh, super chats come in here people are really active. I like to see that, uh, it's keeping me awake right now. Snowman $2, <laughs> <laughs> $2 for the tip jar for snowman. He says, who would be a surprise cut? Let's go offense and defense here on offense. A surprise cut for me would be if they were to, um, I, I would be surprised if they cut Ryan Switzer. I would, I'm not saying it's impossible. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to think of a guy that could possibly be cut, Mm. but, would be like, it's not a surprise if Trey Edmonds gets cut, he's probably going to get cut. Yeah. So I would say Ryan Switzer, who do you have Dave on offense? Mm,
1: I think that'd be, I think if it's if they cut a quarterback other than Devlin Hodges, that would be a surprise cut. If they okay. cut Josh Dobbs, like they, like it was a surprise cut when they cut Landry Jones last year. Um, I think Boy. that would be a surprise. Now you mentioned something about Ryan Switzer. I still kind of feel like it's almost like a Ryan Switzer versus Deontay Spencer, which one of them are going to make it. And I still think it's a it's a it's an Eli Rogers versus versus like a Johnny Holton, meaning because Holton's not going to come in and be your punt returner, you know, between Switzer and Deontay Spencer, one of them can then take care of return issues. What it comes with Holton and Rogers is is Rogers' value as a, as a receiver so much more as Holton as a special teams guy. So I would be surprised if it was if it was Switzer as well. Uh, defense
0: surprise cut on defense. Um, I'll go. Yeah. Go ahead. Ready, I would go. be. Everyone
1: wants them to go. But I would really be surprised if they cut Tyler Medievich because they because they consider him their special team's ace. I know like uh, he looked really bad trying to 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 be out there in coverage on that tight end tonight. Um, that was in the first half. I'm pretty sure that looked that looked really bad. but the the goal is that he doesn't have to go in and play. so I'd be really surprised if they cut him because of how they use him for special teams.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go with. I'd be shocked if they. and I can't believe I'm saying this. I'd be shocked if they cut Artie Burns. I think Artie Burns has. I thought he a played lot. well tonight. I thought he played well tonight too. It was a step in the right direction. You know, people say, ah, oh, he's gonna get. He's going against second and third string guys. Well, yes, he is. But you know what? Maybe that's what he needs. Maybe he needs that confidence of going up against a, a, Chad Henney and not a Patrick Mahomes and he plays well. So I, I thought already Burns did, did a good job tonight and um, I would be surprised if they were to cut part ways with him at this point. So let's go back to the super chat. Kathy says $5 to the, in the tip chart for uh, she's appreciate you guys staying up for the, for a show. Hey, it's part of the job, but I can't say I don't enjoy it. I, I love talking about the Steelers and all that stuff. So we'll, uh, definitely check it out. Um, let's see here. A lot of people talking about Dobbs. Oh, Hawkins is another name that someone brought up. That could be a yeah. surprise. I don't know if that would be I don't, a surprise, No, I don't think though. that's a surprise. Someone
1: someone isn't going to make it. Between Hawkins, Okorafor, Banner, and Johnson, in my opinion, I'm not even talking about Derwin Gray, who was drafted by the Steelers, yeah, because yeah. I haven't just seen enough from him. I think he's got practice squad written all over him.
0: What if about that, what about Dan McCullers? What if he got – Well, that's
1: a star. different position. I was going to say that's but four de- linemen
0: right, for on, three spots. I'm saying, but on defense, if Dan McCullers got cut, that would be a surprise. It would be
1: a surprise, but it would be uh, a welcomed one, <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, I do. I mean, yeah. So it's just – he's a one-trick pony.
0: I, I did. That's yeah. the, that's
1: the problem. You know, he's a one trick pony that I would rather have, I would rather keep a more versatile defensive lineman.
0: Right. So this is Travis said this on the live chat. I want to put it up here and I agree. I thought the past defense was a lot better this week. Um, it probably should be noted that. Like Steven Nelson played more this week and Justin Lane played less this week. Um, But at the same time, I do agree with a lot of the things that he said in regards to the fact that the pass defense was better when you get pressure and you can combine that with a good pass defense, you see a frustrated offense. And I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, the, the chiefs, although they moved the ball a little bit in the first drive with Patrick Mahomes and company, the Steelers kind of, they just, Ben, don't break, do your job, be in the right spot. There you go. So uh, did you agree with that sentiment that the pass defense looked better?
1: Absolutely. I also thought it almost seemed like they were trying to go at Steven Nelson early on. A couple passes that were incomplete went going his direction. I wonder if that was because of a familiarity thing with him going against his former team. But uh, I thought that was interesting. I liked seeing Justin Lane knock the ball away on the last play in the end zone. Yeah, I'm like that was that's that that's a, that that's good for him going into this week of practice.
0: The one thing that I do, I, I I was sitting down, I was waiting for the game to start, waiting, 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 and I wanted to watch Travis Kelsey, and I really wanted Devin Bush to play because I wanted to see Bush on Kelsey, but Mark Barron marked marked up marked him up a good bit and did a really good job with it. Just from the few plays that I saw them on the field together lined up across from one another, I do want to go back and watch that matchup. I thought Barron, he, I think he has the look of everything they wanted in him. I yeah. don't know what some people expected. He's a good coverage linebacker, safety hybrid type guy. He's a guy that in one play, he came up to the line of scrimmage and jammed Kelsey and then it was on his hip the entire way down the field. That's what you want. He yeah. took him out. Of, he took him out of the play. He took him off his route and he took him out of the play. I think that that said a lot to me. Um, people were talking about Jordan Berry, uh, could be gone. Uh, there's, Peter said that could be gone. Thankfully. I would agree with the thankfully part. I don't know if either punter did a very good job tonight. They, some of the kicks look like wounded ducks and angled out of bounds. and I don't know, but, uh, I kind of agree with what Ali said here. I think the entire defense is going to have a good year. If they can stay healthy, yeah. if they can stay healthy, I absolutely agree with you. So, all right, Dave, we're going to be breaking this game down all week on every single show, mm-hmm. whether it's the standard is a standard tomorrow with myself and Lance, or whether it's, uh, the hangover on Monday or your stat geek on Tuesday, or, you know, all well, we have, we're going to have a ton of shows this week real quick final thoughts on the game that was in week two of the NFL preseason for the Steelers? How do you not like the fact that you held a
1: team that was the number one scoring offense last year and the number one scoring offense last week in the preseason when they had a lot of, of their uh, reserve guys in to hold them to, to, to seven points? That's, that's the story. That's what I think the Steelers really need to take away with this. Um, I, I do think it's, I got to comment on some of the stuff coming from the live chat. Um, there's a good chance that the Steelers punter in 2019 is not on their roster right now. That's true. Um, cause I mean, Barrett Berryman would have had a good punt his first one if he wouldn't have put it so far out of bounds. Barry needed an enormous bounce just to get it 40 yards. And then the guy returned it a decent, decent chunk. I mean, I just, I don't know. It it seems like it could be a a an area for concern, so that's a disappointment.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I just thought that the, this was a, a this a it was kind of a boring game, um, but we we have a lot to. As a coach, I guarantee they love it because a lot of stuff didn't go well. And so they're going to get to dissect it and they're going to get to go over it over and over again. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how they do the next game, which will be week three in Tennessee. You say that Sunday, Sunday night football on NBC. We won't have anyone.
1: We won't have to worry about them cutting away partway through the game that uh, we should be everyone. You know, all you know, anyone who gets NBC should be able to see that game. In its entirety, next Sunday night. I know Jeff loves these prime time
0: oh, late games. games. Me, man. They,
1: they, all of all of them for the preseason were primetime
0: games. I know you stay up until like three or four a.m. every night. I don't. No, I, I am, only I only when, when like I have it. to. <laughs> I don't like to. <laughs> only when I
1: have to. Which tonight I'm probably going to have to. <laughs>
0: Nah, you'll be, you'll be fine. So, okay. With that said, we appreciate everyone who's participating this late. Or maybe if you're like Lance, it's not that late for him on the West Coast. We appreciate all the support and all those that donated money tonight to the show. On our live chat and our stream, we we always are thankful for that. Make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Tomorrow, for all your recap news, winners, losers, injury reports, we'll update that uh, football David DeCastro photograph football contest. You can check that out, uh, get involved in that survivor pool. We appreciate that. And then, uh, obviously if you didn't know, we had a YouTube channel, go to YouTube search, BTS, Steelers radio, subscribe. Everyone always complains that we don't have a schedule. If you subscribe, you turn your notifications on your phone, you will get a little notification every single time we go live. So do that so you don't miss the show. And then also on our audio platforms, anywhere where you search for podcasts, search Behind the steel Curtain or Steelers, and you'll find us. So with that said, Dave, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, As Lance always sends us out, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. We'll see you next Sunday night. Another late edition of the Steelers post game. We'll see you.